Hello, welcome to Circuit and Gear, a podcast where we talk about scenic technology, automation, and other interesting tech. I'm Gareth Connor, and I'm joined by the co-hosts, Christian Bassey, <laughs> and I'm Cody Green. <laughs> Sweet. I really appreciate you guys. <laughs> exactly. I want to first say, like, uh, you know, thanks to everyone who's still tuning in. Uh, we obviously took a bit of a hiatus. We were trying to figure some things out, and we got kind of busy, which was great after the... Or I guess still during the pandemic, we're not really post pandemic, but, um, anyway, uh, Cody and Christian have agreed to come back on and, uh, and kind of carry on the podcast with me, which is super great. Anyway, uh, we actually do have a ton of stuff to talk about, so let's just, uh, jump on in. We had a giant project that kind of wrapped up in July and as, um, we were honestly, almost everyone in the shop was out of the shop uh for july we were all in california working on this job and as that was wrapping up some people were taking vacations and stuff and kind of recovering from a a long project and our kind of normal business was starting to come back which is fantastic i mean like we're busier than ever and uh having a, a great time so there's lots of things in the hopper to chat about the first one I thought we should talk about is this. Um, I can't talk about the name of it, but we've we worked on a game show that's going to be broadcast soon. Um, yeah. And um, when I got back from vacation, I was one of those assholes that took a vacation right at the end of the big project. And I came back from vacation. <laughs> 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 and I got like the as I was sifting through email triaging, I was like, "Oh, we agreed to do wow, uh, quite a bit of stuff." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me the, hand, hand it over to you, Christian. Like, so what was the so it's a game show, um, right? And the what's and the, the backdrop here? Yeah, so it's it's a game show that uh, got was popular over in Britain. And then they got picked up here. And so one of the big requirements for it, because it's a game show, is um, everything has to be cryptographically random and absolutely random. Oh, right. Because it's, it's kind of like gambling. Right. It's, yeah. Uh, they treat it exactly like gambling. Like, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Must so, be fair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when I got back, I had a meeting with the client. I'm like, could we just get a cue sheet? And they were like, <laughs> right. uh, I don't know how you guys do it over there in the US, but uh, here there's laws about that sort of yeah. thing. It's like, okay, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And, but, um, so the big thing there was, so we had to be able to change things in SpikeMark on the fly and it had to come from somewhere else. We weren't the, able to make the changes on the fly. So, because the roughly like the scenic element is like a, almost like a giant oh, size roulette, yeah, yeah, roulette exactly. wheel and there's people on it and like there's a slot that you're gonna like you're gonna start the thing spinning and then it's gonna land on a slot but you gotta start it before you know yeah. where it's gonna stop yeah it's a yeah. big donut yeah yeah i got a little ahead of the uh but yeah exactly and yeah. and so again that has to be random so we couldn't know ahead of time yeah so we gotta like start the running and then yeah yeah drip feed in where we're gonna stop right and it's you know automatically generated by a computer somewhere else yeah. and so we had to be able to take that number of that target position and stop on that 
Yeah. And so uh, the thing we got to implement was <laughs> OSC input. Yeah. So you can now trigger spike mark over OSC. Which pretty is pretty cr- dope because like yeah. we've been talking about that for forever. Yeah. Right. Pretty much since we initially supported sending OSC, yeah. we wanted to be able to go the other way too. And now we finally were able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind was, of a yeah. Go ahead. It, was, it was just kind of amusing because, like, talking about how it came to be was, it was uh, Mike called me one day and was like, "Oh, how long do you think it's going to take to do this stuff?" And then the next day, it was like, "Oh, and we're doing this stuff." <laughs> you're you were in uh, you're on vacation still, and so he called me and he was like, "How long do you think it's going to take?" And I gave him I don't I don't know what I said, but about six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> standard answer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then it's like great we're not sure if we're gonna get it whatever it's still bidding process and then like literally the next day oh by the way that's we're gonna do this thing yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it was yeah. kind of like it was kind of two features crunched into one too right like it oh, was that's, that's osc true. Yeah. and the uh fancy um Dynam- yeah, dynamic yeah. spikes. Position. Yeah, yeah. I was mostly excited for the OSC because you know, Q Lab controlling everything. I've been pushing for that for a while. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was this whole other thing that we did too. The dynamic spikes. Thing. I, I fully expect someday I'm gonna like log in and like on GitHub I'm gonna get a pull request and I'm gonna like look at it. I'm like, isn't this just fucking Q Lab? Like, what, is- <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? <laughs> yeah, but uh. It'll be a surprise one day. You'll- it will be. Yeah. yeah. Well, the dynamic spikes thing is kind of cool too, just to not to divert yes. totally on yeah. that. But like the, um, I mean, we have forever wanted to make turntables less shitty to program in spike mark because they've always been kind of shitty to program in spike mark, which is being generous. But because <laughs> uh, spike mark only wants to like think of things as a linear line, mm-hmm. right? And turntables, you really kind of only care about zero to 360. And you're like, I don't really care how many times you've turned around i just want to get a 180 even if that's you know 540 or whatever right um but it had a brief moment in the sun where we were talking about doing it again uh for that casters project right in in the dark days well and also even before then we right there's uh there's a github branch where we attempted to implement something yeah Yeah, Yeah. we had a relative cues Yeah. yeah i made a logo and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were going to do like purple for the Q grid instead of the yeah. gray or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a time. Yeah. Time to be alive. <laughs> and then it, it just disappeared. We we're like, yeah, we could do that. And then yeah. it just died. Like, we got to a point and we we're like, this is not good. It, yeah. yeah. It had a lot of problems, though, because I remember reviewing that code branch and being like, it, it, I mean, it was a good first attempt but first it, attempt but it was it like had ah, there's a lot of problems yeah right. yeah and it like it i think it, it kind of like very narrowly solved the problem versus like yeah. what we have now it has like yeah kind of like encompasses all the things yeah yeah, yeah. i think that this is the implementation we were trying to go for i think yeah yeah i think it's really cool because like on the casters project we had this problem where they they run those machines all day during the exhibit And then at the end of the night, they want to just like send them to quote unquote zero, but zero is way far away from where they are, but they don't want to like 
unwind these things for hours. Right. And so it's like, just go to the next zero spot. But depending on whether I stopped it at, you know, six o'clock or six 30, those numbers are very different. So I just need to tell you like, based on a 360 circle, go to the next instance of zero essentially. Yeah. And, um, that's what dynamic spikes allow you to do, which is kind of cool. And, and then you can also dictate or, you know, if you want to do it forward, if you want to do it backwards, or if you just want to take the fastest route. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that, yeah, so that plus the, but the OSC thing was a big deal. Cause of course we want to be able to take that target position in from the network, from another computer and right. Cause yeah. they were sending it in that, just like you said, that zero to three sixty. Yeah. That's all they cared about. They didn't care that it was, you know, the seven forty or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And so that was the big push from that kind of August through September. Like, so mm-hmm. if anyone's playing along at home, like Spike Mark five was basically wrapped in June. We were like done. We we're like, this is it. Mm-hmm. It's ready. And then we come back in August. It's like, oh, you know what though? We're gonna cram one more major fucking feature into this yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, two. You two. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it turns out the OSC thing was super easy to implement because most of it, the work was already done from yeah. our previous work with it. Yeah, and the dynamic spikes that <laughs> continued to. Uh, oh, and there's this other weird edge case. Yeah, yeah, that took a while to fucking ring it out because I was like, "You did the OSC, and I was going to do dynamic spikes, and I did like half of dynamic spikes before I handed it off." I'm like, "This thing's done." And you're like, "Cool, I'll review yeah. it." You're like, <laughs> when you say done, though, how about when it goes an extra rotation forward or it shortcuts to here? It's like, oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. And then it would, and then it ended up being like every other day. I would be like, "Oh, and by the way, I think there's this new thing." And then we would talk about it for like four hours, trying to <laughs> trying to ring it out. Yeah, I'm like staring across the, the shop right now at the fucking whiteboard behind your desk, where we have all <laughs> with all these the numbers, crazy numbers, yeah, all the crazy <laughs> numbers, like all the charts and graphs and the fucking eight by ten photos with the glossy uh, <laughs> circles and arrows. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway. Um, but we did it, and it was pretty good. Like it actually worked out pretty really well. Pisser, that, right? That worked out good. That part of it did. Yeah, and then you went out to. Uh, it, we were doing this within uh, with collaboration with uh, All Access. I mean, All Access was yeah. our customer. They actually mm-hmm. got the the gig for the for the game show. Um, and you went out to because oh yeah, like, there's a UK based company. Mm-hmm. That is producing the software that does all the video integration mm-hmm. and yep. then also generates the random number, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kinetic it, pixel. Well, yeah. Right? And actually it's it's even kind of more than just that too. Okay. It's like they're the entire show control. So they could control oh. the lights and the sounds oh, and okay. mm. the video and the automation. Oh yeah. geez. Okay. Yeah. I was selling it short. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And great to work with. Like, so we, we ended up like mm-hmm. developing stuff here. We were using Basecamp to communicate with them and like give them builds yeah, as we and got back them. and forth. Like, oh, what about this? How's that? Yeah. Yeah. So before you guys got to the studio, though, we were going to do a shop test in LA and you right. headed out there to do that. Yeah. And I think it was like a week we had it uh, scheduled for so we could, you know, get it set up. 
Um, and that was the longest month of your life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it, it took a little bit, but we eventually got the donut spinning well enough that uh, we were happy. And uh, Yeah, did that work out just pisser? You just throw a revolver on there, no problems? Yeah, one, one shot. One <laughs> One shot, one kill. Like. <laughs> so for the for the uh, for those astute listeners at home, you might have picked up on the fact that it did not go great uh, initially. Um, yeah. So originally it was designed with like one. Well, so it's a donut, and uh, the revolver is sitting inside of the turntable or the yeah ring. of the donut, the donut yeah. ring. Yeah. And um, how big it, is it? uh 40 feet on the outside 40 41 i think 40 right on 40 um i want to say 40 so i will yeah 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 (laughs) and then like the walk like the width of it is uh, i don't know it's like it's like six feet four feet four feet's not enough it's like six i think six six sounds right yeah 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 Yeah. That's that's big that's big that's yeah. big. Yeah. And uh, so initially it was designed with only a single revolver spinning it. And then also on top of that, you know, there's going to be about 8,000 pounds in scenic weight and people. And initially one revolver was the design. And we started doing the shop testing and it just was not working well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, <laughs> which is it, putting it mildly it, right it, like it yeah. was yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was sometimes could spin the turntable if at you 120 like, hertz <laughs> at 120 hertz <laughs> yeah a, it, from the video seemed like a quite a bit of lag and a fair bit of rubber banding like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Whoa. yeah so uh yeah those were butt clutching yeah. to watch those end of day videos right you like you'd be like oh you're like spent ah. all day and it still only looks like this yeah yeah <laughs> like we got it to move it doesn't look great you're like not great is one word for it like <laughs> unacceptable might be another yeah yeah <laughs> I kept, i'd see your video post and you'd be like we finally got it going it's starting to get there and i'm like who's gonna do it Who's gonna tell him? <laughs> then Gareth would pipe up. Hey, g- great progress. <laughs> we gotta go somewhere though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we ended up. We did add. Uh, I say we. I just kind of sat and watched. But uh, and Mike was kind of uh, instrumental in this because Mike was doing the same yes. thing on the sidelines, and he was like. Yo, man, that's not going to work out. Uh, yeah. We need to get a second one in there. And he ended up, you know, talking a lot with all axes. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, not that they, I mean, you know, those guys are pros, but it, it, he was just trying to emphasize, like, we see what's happening and we also agree that that machine that is not, another, yeah. not good enough. Like, it needs at least two well, of those. And because, and so normally it's like, oh, not a big deal. Just throw another revolver on. The problem is, though, yeah, they didn't, uh, not that they didn't. It's just that the requirements for it, the revolver is just too, just a little bit too big to fit in there. Yeah. So they had to do all the all these modifications yeah. to the revolver to get it to fit. So it wasn't just as easy as throwing in another revolver. Yeah, they had to carve some bits off of it, right? Yeah, yeah they cut down the fan, had to turn down the motor shaft. Yeah. It, uh, it was a process, right? But but it had to happen. So. Yeah. 
And those guys did it. Yeah. I mean, they rocked yeah. the shit out. It's not, yeah, they yeah. did great. They yeah. did great. Uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's sad. Like, like, it's like it, it's, yeah. <laughs> when you're watching, yeah. you're, you're like, ooh, that thing is not, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, because like looking at the, like the awesome extrusion on the like side tubes, like the construction quality looked fantastic. Like they yeah. had yeah. really great details throughout. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. And then you're like, yeah, there's just one more thing. Right. <laughs> like if right. this was just going to stay put if it was stationary that thing would beautiful. be beautiful yeah <laughs> beautiful yeah so you guys get a second one in there and then things started to work i know you had a you had a lot of fussing with the encoder because that was it, yeah the, it was problematic it, all all we tried several different mounting locations and different encoders because there was uh, some there was i mean like and that thing is really built well but there were some kind of gnarly seams well and that being the thing yeah it's yeah. the seams because they designed it you know to be able to to true install like, and take out yeah. all the time right? yeah 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 and yeah. so there were seams and the encoder uh struggled with those and that's the thing where it's like the dancer wheel like there's a i remember talking about this with uh joe champelli like years ago when he was looking at a revolver design and he's like really you you chose a dancer wheel like you think that's the best way to encode i'm like i do not say that i think it's the best <laughs> way to encode i say that it's the most flexible way to encode right, right. like mm -hmm. when you aren't building the whole thing like the dancer wheel is pretty great because like it'll just press up into anything but like it's no, of course. I mean, it's a friction based device. Like it's not going to be the best way to encode like a, you know, a fucking gear tooth would be, mm -hmm. better. but that means that every turntable is going to have a gear tooth cut in it, you know? Right. right. And then that has to be, you know, lined up perfectly on the seams and yeah. all, all of that. Yeah. But so we struggled with that a little bit. Yeah. Well, a lot of it. Yeah. Throughout the whole run, we, we struggled with that, but um yeah it's an opportunity for improvement yeah yes for sure <laughs> but yeah no at one point we had like four different encoders we were trying out like we had the the two from the revolvers that we had in there and then just another one and then a tr3 and then um actually it was a rental one they had one of our the yeah, rental TR3, yeah. No, the no. TR3 was theirs. It oh, was a okay. rental. Uh, they had pulled off of one of, in LA, because now we have the LA shop, they oh, had yeah. a encoder from one of those revolvers. Oh, gotcha. So we were testing that, and the TR3, and then the two they had, and all different locations, you know, inside, outside, top of the deck, bottom of the deck, you know, just whatever we could do to try and find the best surface to encode off of. Yeah. And that was like, you know, a couple of days of testing and we eventually settled on the inner race on the inside of the, of the donut. Yeah. 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 And that got you kind of good enough or close to yeah. good enough. Right. That, and then doing, uh, 40 revolutions for a position scale to even out any inconsistency. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, for, takes takes a little bit of time to do 40 revolutions <laughs> <laughs> totally totally um so the 
you do the shop test, you kind of get it working, you know, to a point mm-hmm. that you're feeling good. You come home for like a week and then it goes to the studio that you go back out there. And then once you got back in the studio, how did that go? Like now that you're under, cause I think there's a big, and Cody, I'm sure you back me up on this. Like there's a big difference between the shop vibe and the, <laughs> when you're there, the yeah. show vibe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, well, first of all, it was just, I always like seeing our stuff out in the wild and like how it's actually used. So that was really cool to get to see that. And then also, you yeah, know, just getting to see the, the filming of the TV show was also cool. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was a bit of a different vibe because the big thing being like, you can't just run it now whenever you want and you can't just, you know, <laughs> try do something. The, you can't just try something. Yeah. It's, it becomes a whole production when you want to, you know, just do a little tweak or whatever. It's like, okay, everybody yeah. has to know about it, especially considering, you know, it's a 40 foot centerpiece turntable that is, you know, the focal point of the, of the game show that everybody is working on, you know, right. Can't just spin it. Yeah. You get a real sense of like, you know, at the shop or even like in a shop setup situation where you're like, oh, you know, how long is that going to take? You're like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or something. And they're like, no, is it 15 minutes or 18 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) And and when we say 15, you have two. So and when I say 15, I mean, like you have to be restored to where we left it before you're 15. (laughs) And this conversation is including part of that 15. 15, Yeah. 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 So it's it gets really it's, real really quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just trying to fit it. Oh, and then also at that point too is, you know, every tweak you make, you know, and sometimes as you're tweaking things, as you're testing things out, it ends up looking worse. And that's mm-hmm. uh a lot more noticeable when there's a lot of eyes watching it. It's uh Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't help with the confidence level, right? If, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's also something like once you realize like how much elbow room you can make in the schedule to like try and test it as much as possible before like the discerning eyes sees it Mm because the first time they see it, confidence immediately like just but also and then that's uh, your path for the rest of the load in. Also, a a pro tip for you there: if the first time they see it and it doesn't look good, you're gonna get all the time you want. (laughs) (laughs) They will move everybody else for you. So, oh, it can't be that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, a little pro tip for you there. But so I was originally only supposed to be out there for a week, um, yeah. get it set up, and then they were going to start filming. Um, and that bled a little bit, right? uh, like double, <laughs> like uh, about double for say the whole run. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we've been there the whole week. Um, it's I'm it's Friday. I'm we've been able to run it some. Uh, we've done some tweaks. You know, Friday is turning out to be like our day where we get to just run everything with us and with um, KPX, the the show control people. And um, so we can just work things out and whatever. And that didn't go smoothly as uh, we were <laughs> hoping it would. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it ended up, we were there till like 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And, uh, it wasn't exactly where the producers and everybody were hoping it was going to be. Um, 
there was uh there was a quite the conversation we had at you know 10 o'clock on a friday about with all the with the actual producers of the show of you know how can we make this better can we make it better because yeah. uh backing up a second i guess you know the problem being is uh losing that accuracy and also the speed of it they were hoping it would be able to go faster right Right. They wanted it faster and more precise. Yeah. Right. Where the two, yeah. the two com- well, major they complaints. Well, were, they were really concerned with it going faster. And then the accuracy was kind of a, an issue that all of us knew about, but they didn't see. Luckily enough, we were able to handle it. So they didn't see that so much. They really cared about the speed and everything. And uh, leading into the basically what they wanted was they wanted it to start spinning faster so they could, you know, keep the gameplay moving because the way they were going to film the show was um, as if it was live and then they'll do whatever edits they have to. So they wanted it, you know, to start spinning faster so it could be at its top speed sooner so they could, I don't know. So it takes less time. Right. Um, And then like the acceleration. Yes, sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> if only there was so a, a word. quick acceleration. But they wanted yeah. it. But they wanted it to stop fast too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, right. They're trying to build suspense, <laughs> and uh, so they wanted so it kind to of like a roulette slow wheel, right? Down. Like you give it a big twist, and it fucking starts right away as soon as you snap your wrist. But then it takes a long time to widen down. Exactly, and. Um, and our stuff sucks at that. Like it does not do uh, whatever you start. Like the acceleration and the deceleration are always the same exact thing. It is not. Yes, you yeah. can't program a different acceleration from a deceleration. And I mean, you had a conversation originally, I believe, right? Where yeah, we everybody seemed okay with that, but yeah, in the but space. That- that they wanted it faster which i think is again like going back to like the difference between shop setup and you know you know the Mm -hmm. studio space it's also the difference between like a a conference call in august versus like filming it in october (laughs) 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 yeah Yeah. right it's not there's it looking at the tape of it from the uk version you're like this looks like it really needs different a cell and d cell mm-hmm. and and we're like well you know we brought it up and everyone agreed like well we can probably work around it it'll be fine and then just you know i, I mean and they and you guys did to your credit like you right. guys did work around it and the video people did cut around it and everything but it's just not it's not great and it's you know we've often said like you know this is kind of like the 80 20 thing like most mm-hmm. of the time it's fine like you can you can deal with having symmetrical acceleration and deceleration, but then there's 20% of the time that you really can't. And the kick in the nuts about all of it is like, it's not like this is some super fancy feature. Like this isn't crazy to ask for, for this. It's just this kind of idiosyncratic quirk of the motion control chip that we use at the stagehand level that it just can't. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's baked in the silicon, not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's such a low level. It's you can't right, dance around it because it's also important to point that out. Yeah, that it's it's not oh, us not wanting to do it. <laughs> the the it is the silicon that you know it's made out of is not able to do it. 
Yeah. But it is really <laughs> like it does come up. Mm-hmm. It God damn, up. it comes up. And it's there's no like Ugh. <laughs> exactly. And there's nothing like there's no defense of it because we're not like sitting here like, no, this is the way it should be. Like, no, it's a pain in the ass. It's totally a pain in the ass. Like most of the time it doesn't matter, but when it matters, it really matters and it sucks that it can't do this. And right. And, and up until yeah. this point, I've never I've always just been, you know, sitting here in the office having this kind of a conversation where it's like and it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But right. then, you know, then actually being there on site and having to explain that it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. it different, different it. vibe, different vibe. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. when it's, you're like, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say it's, you know, it's, it's come up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Every, you know, the answer we have, you know, thus going far is, you know, it's, it is fairly integral to the stagehand and the architecture of the, you know, chip that we're using. And every time it's presented to you as it's like a novel or something you haven't <laughs> thought of, like it hadn't occurred to you that you might yeah. want it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like, <laughs> I'm in the future so, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, <laughs> like I know how ridiculous this is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you look at it and you're like, yeah, well fucking everything does this, right? Like every drive, you know, every VFD you program, like you can program a separate A cell right, and they a have separate D cell. Yeah. Two different parameters. Yeah. 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 Seven and eight, I think. <laughs> right. Right. And, and it's just, yeah. uh, it's a, it is just this weird limitation of the motion controller. And so, and we were like turning the clock back like to 2019 when we were like gung ho on Beckoff and twin cat mm-hmm. Yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, well, this will come along, you know, like this is one of the great things we're going to pick up in the process and that transaction. Right. And then like so much so Cody and I were like doing that full time. Yeah, right. It's working on a back off implementation. Yeah, I've got drives and slices and a whole bunch of stuff sitting in my closet that my girlfriend keeps asking (laughs) me about. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, but it's like, you know, you get to the. I mean, the last for everyone in the industry, the last two years have been uh, a bit of a shakeup, right? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure that that's, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in the podcast too. But like, I'm not, I'm not wholly convinced. Well, I'm more than that. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that that's not our path. Like, I don't think that mm-hmm. that's like the expense and the complexity is probably not for us. And yet, like, I don't think that we can ignore, you know, things like split A cell, D cell and S curve profiling. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. those, we got to get a better motion controller in that box. Like, uh, and again, to like back up, it's not like the stagehand is, you know, fucking worthless. Like it does thousands of shows. Like it's right. It, it does a great job. And most of the time it's great. It's just that when you back yourself into these corners, you're like, oh man. Yeah. This could be better. And, um, yeah, yeah. So we got, we got some, we got some, we're kicking around some ideas. That's probably a, a, a better discussion for another time, but like we've, we have some schemes about like mm-hmm. how else to attack this and not cause we have kind of two, I don't want to belabor this, but like the, the whole EtherCAT thing was super complex, super complex and like changing the entire architecture of the system to gain a better motion Split cell. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the thing we were going right. for. Well, yeah. I mean, especially like hitting at the time it was, we were going to pick up all these features and then yeah. we had to essentially hit the, you know, stop button on that. And then 
we have instead picked up many of those features through other right you know, our, other things pro four right on the pro four that yeah we're releasing now like you know we're like oh yeah if we do this load cells will be a lot easier and we'll get split lcz cell and we'll get you know more io yeah and we'll get faster fucking refresh and it's like well we got all those things except for split lcz cell we got all those things like by re-architecting the board and by changing the protocol and doing a bunch of like internal work you know right right and still get to keep just setting IP addresses, right? And As the only config, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty awesome because the the Herculean effort that we tried to jump through as we were developing the EtherCat was just just to set IDs was pretty right. extreme. <laughs> just to like, set the IP was like a forty step process. I was trying to I was trying to convey <laughs> this to Pete when I was talking to him about like our ideas on ACL cell and he was like, "I just want to make sure we're not going down some crazy path, right?" And I'm like, "No, no, no like." I, I hear you. And then, like, if you think about like what we were talking about with the EtherCAT implementation, we're talking about like, you know, setting up a web service that was running Visual Studio that would do your config. <laughs> right. that you're mm-hmm. like, mm, yeah, to generate your a axes, file. download some files, <laughs> and you had to upload some files. And then, and then on, and then after that, you could then start <laughs> configuring things. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. No, we recognize now <laughs> yeah. that that's, that's it's bananas. like a software Rube Goldberg machine. To, yeah. Um, just move a motor right <laughs> right so say you're doing oklahoma at your high school all you need to do is <laughs> right <laughs> but on the upside at least it's much more expensive yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we had some cool ideas that well, i'm sure we'll talk about later um he's even yesterday christian and i were chatting and just like throwing our ideas already we're like oh, oh yeah this is exciting okay yeah. well no let's just dig into it then so we did all of that work on ethercat so i don't I don't know it feels like a lot to just totally disregard. So then we kind of ended up with like there's kind of two ideas, right? There's our our typical architecture that is 98% of the time the perfect thing with the distributed motion controller, you know, um but an updated chip that supports split ACLD cell. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, the uh actually it was cody's point but the the less the thing that is not reconfigured all the time is yeah. maybe potentially something that could still be ethercat so something like a stagehand hd kind of a thing that's you know 10 axes worth of control in one box for like chain motors or spot lines or then cody's thing which was the permanent install right yeah, like as we're looking at permanent install projects, you know, the as we just came off of one, like getting distributed e-stop all throughout and worrying about these big e-stop loops and caring yeah. about voltage drop through these buildings, you're like, oh, well, I guess if this was EtherCAT, like you could just, you know, right over network, like just handle this. And you're like, oh, and, you know, all these built-in axes with this funky IO and we had to like kind of tear apart the guts of the stagehand across like junction boxes and stagehands and racks and all these things. And you're like, Oh, well, I guess if it was, you know, more custom IO that we were just slapping in, then yeah. you know, we already had a pretty steep commissioning curve on some of the, um, yeah. axes and getting the system alive anyways. And you're like, Oh, well, I guess if that was just pointed in a slightly different direction, then 
Because at that point, you've already lost the modularity, right? Like, it's not like you're you're not going to swap this out with a bog standard stagehand. Like, because like the some of those like ten horsepower axes with like the FX built into them to run different IO and stuff for like yeah Mm -hmm. lift locks and things like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, I think there there could be some success with it there, and then like as Christian said, like with the dedicated boxes, right? Like if we know that we've got some you know, rock and roll show or something that's going to need 12 chain hoists or something like that, then, then we put it all in, you know, one rolling rack or, you know, two or whatever. And we've got a small contained EtherCAT system. And then we could start looking at doing some cool, like, you know, load, you know, comparing load cells in real time and starting to do some cool things that you might want to do with uh, like a chain hoist or some sort of special axes. But yeah, not retain. But it's dedicated. Yeah. And I think that's what it ultimately boils down to is the 98% of the time you want that flexibility of the distributed motion controller. But there is 2% of the time where you know this one thing is only ever going to do this one thing. And so maybe there is a different route for that that is dedicated. Right. Because then if we can figure that out, then like if it's its own little box and we're serving it up into spike mark, then, you know, I don't know. I I think there's a cool path there. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. And it's, you know, we did do a bunch of work on it and it, f- it feels unfortunate if just to abandon all of it. But I think the the real realigning of what we are trying to gain out of it and realizing what's involved, I think was important right because i think that there's like i think there are super cool features in there and i think like the json protocol and stuff that we were working Mm -hmm. on to communicate with that box is all very good stuff yeah and so i i think there is but i do think it's a subset right like i think that you still need that kind of the you know the everyman's stagehand that still does right Exactly. The uh the high school who just has a turntable. Why yeah. do they need Or the I mean cat? like the T V studio with like, you know, the One world's turntable. biggest yeah. fucking yeah. pop stars on it, right? That yeah. still needs just like that plus a hydraulic lift plus a couple of other things, but it's you know, it's no more than a handful of axes, mm-hmm. but they still need split acyl T cell, you know. Right. Yeah. Especially like after we kind of tore down all of the contents of the stagehands, like from the chip yep. and the box and the showstopper, like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of effort to change the chipset, but we have thus far gutted every other <laughs> inch of everything in the box, like a couple times now. You're like, oh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that because that was exactly my response when I started thinking about this again. It was like, you know, we, we did all this in the last year. Like we yeah. we had, I mean, we slaughtered every sacred cow at the altar and tore it apart and re-engineered it and, you know, like, and, and also made them at scale. I mean, we made, you know, over a hundred of those things in the last fucking, yeah. you know, less than a year. And right. then installed them all. Yeah. Yeah to be used and you're like so part of me is like oh god we just did it and then the other part of me the bigger part of me is like yeah and we just did it it was fine and we like, just did it and we yeah. just, <laughs> just fucking do it again like it's, right. it's yeah. fine like don't worry about it like again i think like that i don't know ah, i'm struggling a little bit in my head with the words but like 
the ethos of it is not dependent on any one piece of hardware and the the protocol is not dependent on any one piece of hardware so like fucking get the hardware in there that you need to do the thing that you want to do and you know lay out the circuit boards write the code do the thing like it just yeah it's going to take like a year or whatever and we do it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah that's that I was I was really encouraged by the the past year of development that our team, you know, from design from our team through production and then also install like was able to rock out some pretty awesome stuff. And now we're launching all those products out into the wild with like full compatibility to all our old products. And like, you know, I I think, you know, switching to a new chipset, I'm sure there'll be bumps and bruises and things but I, I, i'm less scared well i'm not yeah like, i'm not to do it now it's, yeah. yeah i'm not scared yeah. i'm not scared right right exactly we yeah, just like, proved we could do it right and now yeah. which i think like is a great way segue into the product launch right like we just yeah. launched these new products you know like the stagehand pro 4 showstopper 4 spike mark 5 like those things are built all on top of a lot of new technology that we yeah. pumped in there that is to your point cody like all completely backwards compatible and it feels awesome to say like you could have bought a stagehand in 2004 and you can run spike mark 5 and have not all, all of fe- the new features right uh, right but the- a lot of them all the software ones. All the software ones, right? If it if you don't need dedicated hardware in there to do a thing like load cells, load cells yeah. require dedicated hardware. But if you you know want to group it, you can do that. You, you could totally do that with a fucking classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interlocks, load cells—they all you know, Showstopper Four all live side by side with all the features that we've had and built on, and, yeah. and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know many that have that level of backwards compatibility and you can intermix like you can have some of the new stuff and some of the old stuff like where you need it put the new stuff in well and actually and that's even so for the for this game show that we were doing they were using classics spike mark (laughs) five all these new features with classics oh no kidding i kind of forgot (laughs) they were using classics yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah exactly and it's just you it you don't get left behind yeah. yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. So we have the new product launch. We launched those new things and Stagehand Pro 4 is pretty awesome. Like it has all these new features in it. It's got load cell sensing. It's got interlocks. It's got better manual jog control, like smoother jog control. I think that's the big thing. I mean, those yeah. are the big yeah, things, feature right? list. Yeah. Yeah. The, but which is pretty big. The packaging is cooler. It's smaller. <gasps> it is oh, smaller. It's, yeah, that's it's big. It's more serviceable. It's got the flip down front face that's uh, pretty awesome too pretty by the great. way i've been yeah. working with i've been doing the commissioning of them that's pretty awesome oh, that sweet. it folds down yeah i just yeah. love the new case design like everything looks better and it's and the fact that it's one u smaller i mean it's mm-hmm. it's kind of quote unquote just a u but like it, it makes such a big difference when you see them in person like they are yeah yeah they don't see obnoxiously large anymore right i mean we cut a u out of the stagehand pro and we cut a U out of all the showstopper products. And so now, you know, like a couple stagehands with a showstopper or hub or base at the top of that rack, you know, it all starts to add up pretty it quick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. And stagehand pro four is pretty awesome. Or showstopper four rather is pretty awesome. Like it, 
now you can ID all of your show stuff. We finally buttons. got to use can. <laughs> 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 the solution we always talk about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we get to ID all the buttons now throughout your whole rig, which is pretty dope. And yeah, it's very exciting. And you can see it in multiple places, not just spike mark, not just the one spike mark. You, If you had it split up, you can see it in both. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So like the, because we use multicast for mm-hmm. reporting on the showstopper status. So if you have multiple uh, spike mark instances running at once, they will all see the same uh, showstopper stop. report. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have like split it up between like flies and deck automation or whatever, like as long as they're all in the same network, they'll all see the same spike mark or showstopper. Yeah. Status, which is pretty great. And spike mark is awesome. Well, first thing first, like it's still free and you can still go download it. So you should totally go grab (laughs) it it yourself. Yeah. Just check it out. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Very different, but I think still approachable, hopefully like to everyone. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And we, it's we still intuitive. About it. Yeah. yeah. About like how to make it like cool enough to work on the big shows, but still approachable enough for the small shows. So yeah, we still think about that stuff a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty great. Like I, I think the Q grid is dead, but the new Q sheet is fantastic replacement for it. I love that thing. Like that mm-hmm. every time I use it, it seems great. Yeah. And the jog dashboard is, I think is pretty sweet. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a game changer, yeah. and I like the tags too. We, yeah, for narrowing down exactly what you want to look at. Yeah, and it's in a great spot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I tried to move that spot, and that like kicked off like several weeks of development work between me and Christian. Not that I like to keep bringing that up or anything, but yeah, and I'm like, I'm just gonna move this this bar. I'm like, oh boy, Ooh. we're gonna rearchitect the UI. <laughs> yeah, all for the better. It's all for the better. It is. It is. It's all very good. It's all very good. But one of the ideas I had was uh, like, we're very excited to launch the stuff. It's always hard to know like how to tell people that there's new stuff. Mm. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like launching a new iPhone, right? Like nobody's on the edge of their seat. Like, oh my god, I can't wait to buy a new stagehand. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you do want people to know that it's out there because like by the time you need to do a new show, like you should know that there's new gear, and the new gear is. Mm-hmm no joke way more cool than the old gear i mean like the old gear is great it works with spike mark 5 no problems but like showstopper 4 and stagehand pro 4 are they do more like they <laughs> they are more <laughs> impressive they're very cool all the leaks were true <laughs> <laughs> we're saying there's still no notch there's <laughs> we should totally take a notch out of the stage <laughs> I'm gonna put a notch on the little OLED just <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're talking about doing like t-shirts I had this idea that I want to do like the stagehand pro 4 t-shirt and have like the like just a like a dark gray or black t-shirt with the white outline of the front panel on the front and then the rear panel on the back so you see like the front yeah. and back of it which i think would be kind of fun mm-hmm. so the same thing for the for the um showstopper and same thing for and for spike mark we're talking about doing all of the new well all of the status icons but which includes all the new status icons for like overweight, there's a bunch underweight. of underweight yeah yeah 
But anyway, I think that'd be kind of fun. I mean, we'll certainly use them internally, but if anyone else who's listening to this would be interested in such things, like definitely uh, drop us a line and let us know if it, if that sounds kind of fun to you. I mean, we obviously are very enthusiastic about this stuff and, uh, you know, let us know if you're interested about it too. Anyway, let's, uh, let's back up. So, so that's the new products. The other thing that's going on right now that Cody, you're deep, like, fucking elbow deep in this lift design for a uh for a project that's going to be installed this december in vegas and yeah it's it's just a floor pocket it's right a couple of floor pockets i hear it's it's like a floor pocket except for <laughs> not in almost any of the ways now <laughs> um, yeah how did this uh, get started like where were you when you when this started uh, up well, I'm going to take one second. This is going to be a cut. I really need to open this beer. Oh, if you're going to do that, I'm going to grab my third Me beer. too. Hold on. Me too. Okay. So, Cody, you were talking about two floor pockets. Yeah, yeah. So, we originally got this request for a, a lift going in in Vegas for a show uh, that's you know a big five-foot-six diameter uh, circle. Uh, it's got a raise up in the pit and uh, we, we, I mean, I think it was me and you, Gareth, and I think Harry and Mike yeah, all sat around a table with our laptops looking at some sketches from the folks and kind of threw around ideas. Like in the hotel lobby, right? In a hotel lobby yeah. in California while we were all neck deep in our should, previous project. Did you guys do it around the fire? No. No, we, we mm. went inside uh, and then... Mm. In a pretty funny moment, we all closed our laptops and then walked 15, 20 feet outside and <laughs> sat around the fire. So proceeded to crack all the beers that we had sitting there. Like business has concluded. <laughs> now let's drink. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's drink. Uh so yeah, so the the original quest was just two floor pocket lifts. Um and we thought yeah, that doesn't seem so bad. There's some caveats there, like looking at it, it was a big circular platform and it's like a five foot, six foot. Yeah, five foot six. Yeah, so yeah five and a half feet, um, which kind of looks, you know, when you kind of roughly lay the floor pockets together, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, and then we are initially were like, well, is it the floor pocket or is it some other lift? Right. Um, because we've internally been throwing around the ideas of like what a floor pocket V2 would look like, like what would be our lift solution if it's not the floor pocket as we currently have it. Um, yeah. Cause we've, we stumbled a bit with that. Like it, I think the floor pocket's a great idea. And I think that they're I, I, honestly, I think the, the initial one is actually a good lift, but like that it's not a slam dunk, right? Like we've struggled with particularly like the seams, because mm-hmm. it's a rack and pinion drive i'm like trying to roll over those seams in the rack it takes a lot of work yeah yeah and i mean there's like the the initial ideas and conception of it's like oh yeah we got these like we'll use mod trust for building up the <laughs> right big chunks of structure it's yep. just like insta strength and we don't have to think about it which is great and, and then we'll oh we'll put the motor in the platform so it can be whatever height we need it to be we'll just like slam more rack and pinion and mod trust, uh, you know, on top and Bob's your uncle and the 
the practicality over the years as we've been making them and adding extensions and doing it. It's just been mod trust. Isn't really like designed to machine tolerance, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. And they don't claim then, it is. I mean, it's not. No. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it does exactly what yeah. they claim it should do, which is it's a out of the box, strong, you know, trust thing. That's really easy to yeah. bolt to. Yeah. Like, and but and then also the rack and pinion, just the alignment between the seams is you know far more onerous than I think we originally thought it might be. The fact that the motors and the lift and then you're like capacity problems and right because yeah. you're you got to fucking haul up this motor. It's got to haul mm-hmm. itself up the thing, so you're losing horsepower to itself. Right. Yeah. And dealing with the cable, like yeah, like so you know there's yeah there's problems there's problems. And so we we were all sitting there neck deep in a giant custom project. Uh, and we're like, uh, I don't know if this is the right time to do another custom project. So, yeah, we'll just do it. It's two floor pockets. That'll be fine. And, you know, we'll come back around sometime to floor pocket V2. Yeah. Um, and just save, you know, our design energies for, for the real product and, you know, just get this one out. <laughs> right yeah, uh, and that's how it's and that's how and it's that's how it, the right? story yeah, yeah, and then, that's how it yeah we just built two floor pockets no big deal <laughs> yeah i don't even know how we brought it up <laughs> <laughs> no sometimes one plus one does not equal two it turns out <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah i mean off the bat we ended up finding out you know oh it's a five foot six diameter uh turntable or not turntable sorry uh Lift. lift yeah i mean I it's, round. it's round it's round it's round it yeah. just doesn't spin yeah. it doesn't spin oh jesus don't say that well they today it doesn't spin uh, <laughs> yeah so you know we were like okay well what if it's just one platform and we you know kind of snuggle it all together and we're like okay yeah that that's that's not that big you know we'll but yeah we'll we'll, we'll get that like we knew we were gonna have to get to, uh, some engineers involved just for the venue and you know the connections and things it's kind of a pseudo permanent uh install situation so we're like okay yeah we'll really evaluate that a little bit but that's you know largely the same um and then it's after that it quickly started falling off uh (laughs) (laughs) because then you know okay well it's kind of squished together but it still had all our same mounting details for the heavy rail but now that you know rectangle is outside of the diameter so we really even though it's five foot six it's it's not really five foot six. It's got to be smaller. Yeah. So then we have to like extend the arms of the heavy rail and the pinion and the shaft. And so now we've changed the almost the gear train. And oh, also it has to run on four hundred volt. So it's not even really <laughs> the same motors or brakes <laughs> or brakes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, also, yeah. What was the next all? Also, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> um, yeah. The so pole? That, well, yeah, we got through most of the design. Oh, we also like had to big considerations. You know, they're rebuilding the interior of this theater. So we had some pretty early conversations about how it had to load in. Like, mm. so we came up with a came up with a pretty detailed list of like, here's the things we need. Here's how it has to go. Here's the parts we'll ship it in. So, you know, it'll be the base of the lift plus the first f- six feet of the extension. Yeah. And we'll keep the lift at the base and we'll just drop it, you know, with a couple chain hoist into the pit and then kind of sit it to the side they'll build the structure around it and that'll be good uh and everyone that all seemed cool so then we got pretty far through engineering review and modeling and everything and then 
like in one meeting they were like oh you know actually it'd be we think the show's actually not just going to want one performer on the lift <laughs> they're going to want two performers on the lift and they need to be able to mount a pole like an eight foot <laughs> pole on it and be able to swing <laughs> on the pole on the pole yeah. when it's up like yeah and that does change things that changes <laughs> yeah so <laughs> and we'd already had to play a bit of a dance of you know the extra weight of the five foot six platform yep and the weight you know you're sharing weight across and everything's kind of got to be a little bit more rigid because we've got two motors running a single axis so there's got to be a little extra headroom and strength so if one faults and you know there's control side things that are going to help with that but backing up too right like there's only the only reason why there's two motors i think is just because we were originally thinking it was two floor pockets stuck together oh that is totally true yes (laughs) right yeah because at that point the like we were trying to hold on to as much of the the hard engineered things yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. totally yes but yes two five horsepower motors running independently of each other for a single lift is not <laughs> not what we like, <laughs> like oh we could have put a one ten horse in there at this point yeah yeah so we'd kind of like found the edge cases of all of the things as we started going you're like okay well we've now extended the pinion out past where it used to be and now it's this bigger heavier platform that we have to count for oh and now it's also you know not one performer on the lift it's two and there's this you know giant moment arm that we're going to stand on it and have to be able to <laughs> yeah deal with uh and so yeah so it's been it was it's been a, a non-stop update pretty much right uh, and we found all of the edge cases of like how much can you really load the heavy rail that we had <laughs> specs and how much can you really load the teeth of the pinion and you know kind of waiting right. for the next thing the whole time to get full sign off um and uh, all the time, all the while, like the delivery date isn't changing. Oh, really. no. Hasn't moved. Hasn't moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're getting in these meetings and, you know, and also they, super collaborative and great oh, yeah, yeah. folk. Like, oh, I, no, I totally, have nothing. Totally. Yeah. But it, such is the way of entertainment. No, just it's just, like, it's it's <laughs> the show. I mean, it's not like, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not their fault at all. I mean, it's just like that they're, I mean, everyone at the end of the day is trying to put on a show and like as that's evolving and again these people are trying to crawl out of like pandemic and try to make a profitable commercial show in vegas right. like you know it's like yeah it's it it is also evolving but it's just funny right. from the technical side you're like well but that's not the same thing as what we signed up for <laughs> at all yeah 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 I, I think the the changes are only funny in the way of our like only juxtaposed against our initial yes exactly conceit right like because we sat around and decided we're not going to do this custom thing <laughs> right and, then, and what we've ended up with is this totally this custom wildly thing. custom thing yeah <laughs> kind of locked into some parameters that we probably right. wouldn't have char- like we would not have gone that route if we had said from the beginning like this is just going to be a custom lift or it's going to be like the new style whatever but like mm-hmm. we would have gone a different route on several of these decision points. Is that right? Yeah. And and it's been, so it's been like pick up and set down too, because we have all the other things in our schedule that we thought surely we wouldn't run into. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just two floor pockets. Like, yeah. So, but it is funny. I mean, because we have like in the past used custom jobs that are using things that are either products or product like, 
to either develop new products or build in revisions into those products. Mm. Yeah. And we like made that active decision on this one. We all sat and agreed. Let's not do that this time. And <laughs> now we've just <laughs> designed and designed and designed. Uh, so it, yeah, it's, <sighs> yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, like the control is different. The, design is a friend well, we we're also, not even doing the control right it's not even correct we are not yeah. doing the control we're no just it's all just a machine is it navigator or what is it what is the control Do you know yeah it's it's navigator yeah yeah um yeah. or or i don't know if it's navigator or one of the previous or one of the other yeah yeah prior control prior like, things uh, like a stage tech control or something yeah, yeah. each million or something like that yeah um yeah. but i think it's navigator uh but yeah so it's been it's been very interesting. I mean, like the other uh, another thing I had noticed too is I uh, hadn't said it was like we originally had uh, trying to get rid of some of the safety concerns of this big circular lift is we were like, oh, we'll just build a surround with a door, a safe door that we're monitoring. And then like, oh, yeah, we don't have to worry about edge protection. We don't right. have to worry about any of those things. It's just this tube. And then, you know, you get to eliminate all of those things, those right. potential concerns. Right. Because if you have a tube like totally encasing the lift and it's travel path like you don't have to worry about protecting the edges because there's no way for something to get chopped off in the edge right, right exactly yeah yeah and from you know our neck of the woods we're i would say we're pretty good at machine design and we're pretty good at controls and like carpentry isn't our super strong suit. Uh, we make some just... of the best pallets that the world has seen. <laughs> Certainly the, some of the most expensive pallets. I would say yeah. that. <laughs> and so like, you know, for us, because it was, I think it was my idea or I don't know whose idea. It was one of us on our team, the creative Connors team that was like, well, what if we just build the whole tube and then we, you know, ship a tube and then that just alleviates all those concerns. Right. And then as we started chipping away at the design and making all the iterations and all of a sudden, Oh, well, actually the concrete isn't quite cut the right way for that. So the door doesn't open all the way, but what if we split the door in half and the top half opens <laughs> up and, and so, yeah. And then we had to like modify the safety switch that was in there so that both had to be closed. Yeah. And then they also realized that for, you know, after all this things like, Oh, actually they want to be able to get to the downstage edge of the lift, like on stage mm. or like in front of the apron, essentially, uh, and we're like, oh, well, then now we've got like a little tiny John Malkovich door at the top of the backside of the <laughs> lift. And we've got this two part door. And we're like, hey, actually, what if we don't do a bunch of this crazy carpentry and we just like go do a back bunch to of safe edge? Yeah. Safe edge. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we had originally decided, oh, that'll be simpler if we just do a tube. And then after a while, I, was, had, to, I had to like just me and harry i was like hey it sounds like it was me pete and harry were on a call and we're just like hey i don't know if i'm late to the game but i think we should ask them if we should just tear it all down like (laughs) at this point like we've just we've redesigned doors we have left the (laughs) reservation yeah yeah like let's i'd like it to be green (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well i think kudos to you for calling that out though and (laughs) not do the crazy (laughs) The crazy right. bad carpentry that we're sure to do. Uh, yeah, the only other thing that had totally changed too that I had mentioned earlier was just, you know, oh, cool. After all of these changes, we did have to get another pretty severe. Once we added the pole, we had to have a pretty serious engineering reevaluation for both the local connections and the whole lift table. Yeah. 
Um, and that did end up having to put a fair bit of things on hold and that affected the timeline, which is something we don't love to do, you know, cause load in is the load in. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but it, it did eventually all add up to, uh, a time constraint of like, Oh yeah. Well, like we, it, it takes this long to order these, you know, pretty substantial parts like the water jet and the load brakes and, you know, some of the, and the rack and pinion, and, yeah, you know, the timeline is the timeline. And if if adding this poll means we have to change those things, then like that, we can't spend all this money on parts that we can't use. Right. Uh, and so that that's unfortunate. But the so we, we had to shift the date and then. Of, of when we can deliver this lift and then because of that and then also just some other things that have developed with it it's like oh well we were supposed to be first in and they were going to build the stage around the lift and now that can't that's not that it can't be the case and so we had to change the lengths of posts and the design for uh instead uh, of like a six foot mod press section yeah and then a s- six foot on top yeah, that's right. Yeah, 13. Uh, yeah, so a six foot base and then another six foot that goes on top of it. We had to like split that out so that we can get like the bottom chunk is really two feet. So the whole lift can like be shorter and like tipped yeah, on its side. Underneath and, the deck after the deck is already in. Is that the in. idea? Yeah. 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 Which was then yet uh, it was another. Uh, you know, design update just because now we have to worry about one more seam in the rack and pinion, which like, as we said, was yeah, like, like, cause the other option would have been keep it the same, but then have to do all of that rack and pinion adjustment, like on site, Ugh. which yeah. And, and there's now two, so you got to get both of them. Yeah. Meshed, meshed and, together. and phased. Yeah. Yeah. And phased together. And we're not the controls provider too. So it's not, um, you know, and I, their system, I'm sure, is very good. But like from our perspective, like we have to have some manual way to like let this thing show up and be right and good. Yeah. Well, the um, machine has to work without the controls. I mean, like it has to work kind of right. dumb as well. Yeah. Otherwise, it's really unfair to the controls vendor to be like, ah, oh, it's your fucking problem. Yeah. 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 We didn't want to be in a situation where one of the motors is slightly out of phase of the other one, and we were like, you know. Yeah. grinding teeth into the pinion right and like oh a little bump a little bump and we're like trying to float in holes and we're <laughs> yeah. like like oh that'll be so so yeah so we did end up adding like a manual pinion uh like pusher bolt uh to be able to mesh and phase the teeth to each other you know back to kicking ourselves again about like the just the initial <laughs> Yeah, pocket design. (laughs) It's just two floor pockets. (laughs) Yeah, just two floor pockets. So yeah, I'm sure there'll be more stories come end of December. Right, because you're going out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because you're going out there, right? And then is Harry your second, or how's that? Is that the think so? Yeah, Yeah. I think that's going to be like originally that was not the idea, but I think because of all the other things that have been going on, like the product launch and other other odds and ends and stuff. Harry's kind of like kicked ass and stepped in from just like a, uh, kind of project managing sort of client relations sort of thing into yeah. being more integral into the design, which is, it's been super, super helpful. Yeah. Um, and so we were trying to like throw around who would be the second. And we're like, well, at this point, like he's 
kind of designed half of it and I've designed the other half. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. And yeah. I get to go home. So <laughs> for this one happens to be yeah, in Vegas, which is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the load in will be very challenging, but it's nice that you at least get to see the family and stuff in yeah. Vegas. Right. Yeah. Well, folks, it's like fucking 90 minutes in. We had three other topics or four other topics, but I don't think we're going to get to those. I think those are yeah. those have got to be like for another. Actually, why don't we why don't we at least fucking tap on one of these new tech things? Because that'd be kind of fun. Like, yes, it would. Yeah. Um, you guys want to talk about new Macs or Sony A7 four? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have lots of opinions about the new Macs, and I have. Uh, probably questions about the Sony because I'm not as uh, in tune. So, all right, either all right. or. So let's talk about the Max. But I just want to bring up one quick thing about the Sony, the the Bird IAF thing. Okay, so, so <laughs> sounds good. I do want to briefly talk about that. Okay, okay. So let's see new Max first then. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So the so I am a huge Mac fan. Cody, as am I. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. two M1 shirts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like sometimes being a Mac fan is like being a Giants fan, you know? <laughs> like they do be losing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and Christian, you're not like a huge Mac guy, right? But you obviously love... I really like my iPad. And, I really like my iPad. And you like QLab. And I like Hue Lab, yeah. which, which does that run only. on? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. I had to uh, steal this Mac that I currently have at my desk from Harry so I could have a Hue Lab. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm mm. like right now recording all of this on my 16 inch MacBook Pro Intel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not. Didn't go for the iMac. Well, that's oh. the OTS iMac. Yeah. That's oh, like, okay. that's special purpose. Yeah. Okay. It's a great color too. It's purple. Yeah. It's purple. It's for yeah. my OTS videos. I have done so. I've been running my 16-inch Intel i9 MacBook Pro for a couple of years, and I do have an M1 iMac, but I hesitated to put any of my like work stuff on there, like my everyday mm-hmm. stuff, until I found mm-hmm. out what was going on with the kind of pro level. M1, right? Mm-hmm, Whatever right. that was, which is what we're going to talk about. But I was like, ah, I don't want to like load it up if I'm just going to transfer it all over. You know? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. You want to set yourself up for success too. Like, yeah. Sometimes Always. you like spend all this energy transferring everything, getting it all ready. And then it's not until you're like in the thick of it, you go like, ah, this is, I did, I need a bigger boat. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. So whether it's the screen or the, yeah, because I love the. I mean, the iMac screens are awesome. They're yeah. really good. Yes. Yeah. Like, Asterisk yeah. the size. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, the iMac screens are really good. The, the okay. fucking M1 is like a four and a half K, which is unfortunate sizing. So I was I was really waiting for the like M1 Pro mm-hmm. iMac version. What were you hoping for with the new Macs? You know, I was hoping, well, hmm. yeah, I was interested to, uh, the things I was hoping for and the things I was excited to see was what they were going to do about, for their pro line, Yeah, how they could accomplish, uh, what they could do with on-chip graphics, 
because I think that's a big mm. concern of like my workflow would just be like, how can it really actually run these things and do these things? Because what are these things for you? What are the things that you need it to run? Uh, I use Fusion and AutoCAD uh, daily, daily, yeah. day in, day out. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, Fusion, AutoCAD, uh, Affinity or Illustrator, uh, pretty commonly, pretty uh, regularly. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, big files, big generating images all the time. Um, and I, for the past summer, because we were using some Mac based project management software, tried to like dabble and use the M1 Mac mini that I had yeah. as my like main driver. Yep. And it, it started to fall down pretty, pretty rapidly on some of the larger, um, assemblies in fusion. Yeah. Um, both I think from a CPU level, cause I think fusion is really CPU intensive, uh, and also just in the, you know, tearing and lag and like moving models around. Like you'd see the onboard graphics starting to just kind of die out. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so I was, I was excited to see what they were going to do with that, whether they were going to just accept that they couldn't do it on board and like give the option for a discrete GPU, which I think was probably my like silent hope goal dream. Yeah. Uh, especially with how good the new graphics cards have been as yeah. of late. Like, especially like they broke bonds with AMD of being like their diehards for their chips. And I was like, Oh cool. Maybe we'll see some like NVIDIA. Yeah. NVIDIA, like the 30 series graphics cards are fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I hear can't actually <laughs> can't get, get them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that did not happen. No, um, but they put up some pretty impressive stats for their chip. I mean, I expected one chip. It was cool to see that they came out with the pro and, and the, the max. max. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I mean we every launch have like a little ping thread on Basecamp. Yes, just texting each other. Yep, just <laughs> pinging each other back and forth. And I think I just in all caps said like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" As soon as they <laughs> announced the second chip, because I was like, "Oh, here we go!" As soon as they only announced the pro, right? It didn't seem quite there. Yeah, and then the Max, I was like, "Oh wow, that's awesome!" Which it, it is. Super impressive, but every comparison they had was to a mobile graphics chip. Yeah, which yep, that I found to be disappointing because I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it wasn't just that it was compared to a mobile graphics chip; it was compared to a mobile graphics chip by way of wattage, yeah, battery usage. Yeah, like, um, that's just gonna be plugged in. Yeah, like, <laughs> I do not care. Yeah, like, yeah. Suck all the juice. Fucking like, I want three, the power. I have three phase at my desk if we need that. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was a letdown. I mean, but I mean, just looking at the the core count, like, and just the, the size of the chip was pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, um, totally. And I'm really interested to see for Fusion. Uh. This might be in the weeds, but see the fusion, since it's so cloud based, uses CPU for a lot of things that could normally on like a uh like an inventor or SolidWorks would be generated with the GPU. Mm. So it's really, really a CPU heavy mm. um program. Uh because a lot of that cloud computing they send out 
to you know server farms and they use yeah. the yep, yep. these are just spec cpus and just gang them on um and so i was like oh man if the cpu is really i mean baller on those then maybe like doing re- renderings or some of the drawing generation would be even better with just this crazy strong um cpu that is looks like it's in that max yeah uh, m1 max yeah yeah so so i'm still somewhat excited i mean the biggest letdown was that it, they didn't i wanted the m1 max mac mini yeah like yeah. my money would have my credit card information would have been auto filled into that field <laughs> so fast because <laughs> you want a desktop like that's yeah, I, yeah i want a desktop like yeah. I, especially for for a mac that's totally where i'm at too like i just don't care about the laptops that much like i'm running one now but just because that's the best machine they have available at a reasonable price like i wanted an i wanted a m1 max imac that's Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. would have been my i would have totally done that but i'm i pretty much use computers at my desk Right. And occasionally yeah. on the plane. But when I'm on the plane, like I'm doing fucking. You need spike marks. You need a window. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yep. exactly where I'm at. Like, and I have a pretty sweet Dell XPS that yeah. just does all the work stuff I could need it to do when I'm on the road. Yep. Like, it, but I've just accepted that I'm not going to do heavy modeling or, you know, any no. of those other things, yep. uh, mm-hmm. yep. which I rarely ever need to. Yep. Um, but I would love to be in the Mac environment sitting at my desk working on fusion or, you know, answering Basecamp posts or, you know, like affinity, any of the, you know, UI development stuff we do, like all those things I could do on Mac. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So it was being all laptops was a bit of a letdown. Um, I thought it was cool that they brought back the ports. Like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Turns out, people don't want toggles. <laughs> Who'd, yeah. have Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I mean, I was very glad to see it. But I mean, wasn't the it... presentation. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yeah. it was so funny, right? Like, <laughs> and look, you now have HDMI. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> right? And like, didn't they also bring back the headphone port? Like, isn't there no. a headphone jack? There is a headphone jack, but it, yeah, it has yeah. always been there. That oh, okay. that okay. didn't take away. But like the the HDMI and the SD card slot, you're like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you got rid of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. like not like you invented something. You're bringing back old technology that you decided, you know, yeah, right. That you decided no one needed, and then everyone was mad. Yeah, and then yeah, go ahead. What? That, what? Yeah, the that. Between that and the like presenting a full keyboard, I was like, you guys gotta get out of here. You gotta pivot. You gotta pivot. <laughs> I mean Imagine a keyboard that's only keys and none of it's a touch screen. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the touch bar is I mean, I don't hate the touch bar like some people do, but I don't use it. Like I it's does not- yours have the real escape key? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do use the escape key. Yeah, that would piss me <laughs> the fuck off if there was no escape key. Yes. Yeah. That's my biggest key. complaint with the iPad. I there's I don't have the escape key. Oh, command. No, uh, use the keyboard. keyboard. Just to say the words like command. Period is escape on the iPad. 
I did not know that. Yeah. All right. But um, yeah, I would still and, lobby for an escape key. I think it's a good key to have. It's an important it's a, key. It's a good key. It's you important. never need the escape key when things are going right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so when everything's failed and your touch bar doesn't load and you can't. <laughs> yeah. Hit the escape. It's not ideal. I will say that I'm super fucking excited about the the CPUs. Like the M1 yeah. Max mm-hmm. looks baller. Like as soon as they put that thing in an iMac or even a Mac Mini, like I am fucking in. I just want to yeah. get laptops off my fucking desk because I don't need them. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. think that the the chips look amazing. Like <laughs> they are mm-hmm. like that kind of to you know, like just an engineering perspective of like being able to put that kind of output for less input, like less power usage is, mm-hmm. yeah. I Impressive. think that's cool. Yeah. I just think yeah. there's, if you're, yeah, like if you're wired right, that's awesome. Like that, how can you not think that's great? Like if I can mm-hmm. get the same compute out of a thing that takes like a fucking tenth of the power, that's, that's cool. I all am for all it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I will buy that. Yeah. yeah, the notch is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that they released uh, a new update for the OS that like now if you get info on something that is breaking because of the notch, it will artificially reintroduce the bezels to uh, match the previous <sighs> Mac. <laughs> but to their credit, the new blacks are very black on their new screen. So it does look like the old bezel pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, they're not even, I think your message to me was, it's like, they're not even ashamed. <laughs> yeah. And also the, like my XPS yeah. 15 doesn't have that. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. The sensor is better. It's a 1080p camera built into the laptop, but also I don't care. It's a web chat. It doesn't, you're not going to notice. No. Yeah. I don't care. No. Get rid of that notch. They have an impressively small side bezel, like as compared to like the XPSs and stuff. It's, it's technically smaller, but then all of that goodwill is eaten at the top (laughs) of the fucking (laughs) screen. And the screens are actually pretty impressive. They've always done a pretty good job with that though. How about you, Christian? What do you think about the? Are you tempted at all by the new Macs, or that's not really your bag? I really do like my iPad. Yeah. And well, so Android all the way, <laughs> but <laughs> which is you're great wrong. on. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's great on tablets though. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why I have an iPad. <laughs> or watches. That's, that's why I have an iPad. <laughs> yeah. I do want a Mac. Is the problem? Uh-huh. I guess it's not a problem. It's that's a thing. But uh, no, it's a solution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of those MacBooks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's always kind of where. So you both of you are coming from it from the standpoint of wanting the desktop, but I was always coming from it. Like, yeah, I do kind of want it to be mobile. I do oh. want a laptop version of it. Oh. Because my main computer at home is uh, is my Windows, you know, PC that I built, right? Yeah. And that I use all the time. But so you don't necessarily want that for a Mac. Yeah. So so wait, so what did you get? So what did you buy? What? what? Well, <laughs> nothing at the moment. <laughs> well, how many thousands and thousands of dollars did you spend <laughs> on that laptop? <laughs> and, uh, none at the moment, but... But the but the Mac 
but that's that's where I've yeah, that's always the thing that I'm kind of eyeing up to get is because I do want it to be mobile. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. more so than I want it to be a desktop because I already oh. have a desktop. So I do want. You want a yeah? You want a I do laptop. Okay, I do. So what do. did not tempt you? I mean, if you haven't bought it yet, you haven't been severely tempted. So what didn't? What so honestly, what's well, missing? It's not so much what's missing; it's the other things I want instead. So I want a new desktop. Mm. And I want the new Sony. So those are the two things preventing me at the, the new moment. Sony camera. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Finance. Okay. Yeah. 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 And them all being about the same cost. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. The yeah. new desktop is, is certainly where that's what stood in my way for sure. Yeah. Like, well, they didn't release the thing I wanted to. The well, only hesitation, right. if they would have released the Mac mini would have been like, Oh, I could just not, buy apple silicon and i could just get a yeah. new mm-hmm. yep desktop and and that's also the other thing i've always considered is like oh when they came out with the the mac mini with the m1 i don't know last year a couple months ago whenever it was it's like oh i could settle for that even though it's not the thing i want necessarily but yeah but then I would be settling for it. So yeah, no, don't do that. There's so much good tech to buy. No, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. Don't settle. No, yeah. never settle. Yeah. <laughs> I've settled for not buying a graphics card. Like I didn't buy <laughs> yeah, exactly. a lesser. <laughs> right. I don't know. Every time I talk to you, though, you're not buying a graphics card. So I think that has to do with the supply chain. I mean, that and Intel came out and said. You know, with their new next round of chips, they've like my motherboard is no longer compatible. <laughs> oh, the 11th yeah. yeah. Oh. So now I'm talking about a new graphics card and a new motherboard and a new CPU. And you're like, at that point, like, what yeah. are we keeping? Yeah. <laughs> the, the cables, the power supply, baby. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. <laughs> Except for the 30 series draws like crazy. I don't know if I have enough headroom <laughs> between the i9 11th gen nice. and 3080. Nice. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everyone. And we will catch up with you guys next time. Thanks.